0: This is the Wealth Standard Podcast, the gold standard in all things financial. Hey, everyone. This is uh,
1: Patrick Donahoe. We are on episode 205. 205 already. Of the Wealth Standard Podcast. Wow. You yeah, seem so relaxed. 205. You
0: seem so relaxed. Where you been? You've been on a beach chilling
1: out somewhere? I've been in the heartland. I've been in the heartland of America. Oh, yes. The heartland. So I was in Indianapolis for uh, for a few days. Oh, nice! What were you doing yeah, just there? Just visiting. Uh, there's a there's a conference that's put on by one of the providers of some of the stuff that we do, and uh, okay. they do a yearly thing. It was re- it was really cool. Yeah, you know, they they put a lot into it. I remember the first year they did was about five years ago, and there was like no there was hardly anybody there, and and uh, there was actually someone that fainted. Like they were like nerv- really they were nervous to speak in front of people, and they like you know almost fainted on the. This little podium in this tiny conference room. But no, it's it's uh you know, they they've done a really good job. I mean, we had some cool speakers that were there. Uh, there was over seventy people like in the, you know, different, you know, aspects. I don't know, again, those those details. But it was re- it was really good. It was really inspiring beneficial. and uplifting yeah. and
0: and you came back home. Yeah. But to those do things the are wild standard feeling great.
1: Those things are always dangerous because it's it's kind of like you get outside of the the office, right, and sure. you're you know, you you don't have kind of the the pressing issues at hand. You get all these new and, ideas that's coming the, that's, at you. That's and... the thing. It's like you get these ideas, and you get wow, this thing and that thing, and and sooner or later, you have. You, people should look at my Evernote. I have like so many Evernote. Man, it's insane. It's like. Four
0: thousand notes. Or it's something a spook like that. alley. No, I've I've looked That's at my problem. Uh, you and I are linked on the Evernote, and it's a uh, yeah. yeah, it's I a spook have,
1: alley. I have I have a yeah I've I have a problem with with Evernote in a in a in a good and bad way I guess. But anyway, to, you know I would say today you know as I'm kind of you know getting back into the groove, I I decided to kind of go and talk about some topics we've talked about before. Yeah, but I'm I, I look at them a little bit differently because I see you know tremendous uh, tremendous opportunity, but I also see just a huge a huge pitfall that, you know, people, will, if they don't realize and understand, like, yeah. they're destined,
0: they're destined to fall Well, in. you sent so. me through Evernote, yep. I have it right here, Yeah, you sent me through Evernote your notes and said, hey, let's yes. talk about this for episode 205. You were like, oh, sh- <sighs> I'm like, dude, every episode, like, the sky is falling every single episode Man, of The Well Standard. And you went, no, it's not. No, it isn't. Here's why, yeah. because there's all this incredible opportunity. What yeah. what may look like actual, like like kind of ominous or, or you know, yicky news, yeah. yeah. And I just said yicky, yicky. Um, is is actually yeah. Where'd that come from? It's I don't I don't I don't even know. It's been a, it's been a week, Pat. So um, <laughs> but but there's a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. There's there's a silver lining to all this, yeah. and that's why we're talking about all this, sure. right?
1: For sure. Okay. So we'll get into it. Let's get uh. Well, first first. We'd, uh yeah we wanted to, we want to still kind of push people if you guys can give us reviews that would be amazing yeah please do right we're trying to push up in uh, push-up in rankings get the get the word out it means and, an awful lot to us yeah.
0: to have to have your reviews come in because it, it does a couple of things a it makes us more popular mm-hmm. which we want and B it helps us craft a better show for you uh, within the financial space are you bumping the microphone with your chin are you actually hitting the yeah, microphone I, I, I'm I don't know. I, you are I have way a sh- too relaxed to do this show. <laughs> uh, it all smells right. good. So, so it, does it really? Yeah, it smells. It's Lee Montoya right there. Probably is. You're smelling Le- essence Le- of Leeb leaving his wonderful breath. Leeb's Musk. Okay. So uh, yeah. So anyway, leave us a review on iTunes, will you? We uh, we want it. We want the feedback so we can make a better show for you. Awesome. So please. Do. And we have a limited number
1: of Cash Flow Wealth Summit T-shirts. Yeah, and they're a hot I item. I think there's just a couple because most of them have been pledged from those that. Uh, won prizes and yeah. participated in the in the summit but if you did and it, you have not been pledged a t-shirt then we have a i think we have a, a 10 or so but yeah, we've, if we've you uh to... yeah if you leave us leave us for review take a snapshot shoot it over we'll throw you a we uh
0: we'll throw you a t-shirt
1: yes we and will and some
0: other goodies from paradigm life and the Wild standard
1: cool all right so let's let's kind of let's get into it. i mean I, I look at you know the the two topics and really even you know from from getting into some of the topics at uh at this at this event that I went to, yeah, that I see as just a a huge, massive, ominous. I mean, whatever word you want to use to describe it, it's just a, it's a huge it's a huge issue. And and uh, so it's it's old people, right? And what's going uh-huh. on there? And some of the you know some of the directives based now, on when you benefits, say old people, older
0: cuz uh I know you're uh you know you're a young man but yeah. but when you say older do you mean like baby boomers cuz they're they're getting up there they're like no, 65 to I mean, to you know 75 years. Yeah
1: and I think it's a I think it's a it's a present but it's also a future future issue so I would say uh, those that are in their elder years that shift from being independent to yeah. dependent and okay. in that you know in that process So that could
0: be that could be geez, that could almost be anything I would say like 55 yep. Plus, right? Even though, could even be. though people in their fifties are staying much younger. Fifty is the new thirty. They
1: are, I yeah. So. I mean, life expectancies right now, you know, are are could could eventually creep into you know nineties, mid nineties. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm more talking about you know again, it's a future, it's a future, a future issue. I think because of the longevity risks that, that mm-hmm. exist. So that, I think mean, that's one thing, and I I would say that it's not necessarily those that are. In that age bracket, that should be concerned. It's those that will be responsible for their care. It's us. Yeah. It's you and I yeah. that, that are going to be responsible. So for it's that. so it's that, and it's also the it's still the college, the college thing, the college idea.
0: So you've got two kind of demographic yep. based um, financial issues yeah. on each end of the spectrum.
1: Yep, and I th- I think it all boils down to just the the nonsensical uh, you know realm that they're in, which Still, we've talked about it at ad nauseum on multiple shows in the past. But if you mm-hmm. if you look at it, people are still just adamant about you know what they should be doing right with their life and what yep. their kids should be doing what the definition of success is. And this is what I would say. I would say is the world is shifting so fast. Like our 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 opinions, our perspective, the neural pathways that have been created as to what, how things should be mm-hmm. are so disrupted right now. But yet because of that. You know, the, just the nature of habit. We're just so dug into the way things should be. And, and I would say I'm a, I'm a part of it. You're probably a part oh, of it, too. Everyone I'm the, is. I'm way worse
0: than you are yeah. at it. Because I, I
1: still, you know, this is in full... I mean, I, we've talked here about, you know, kids and education, right. teaching your kids my kids are still in school uh-huh. and you know i was out of town this week and you know uh, school started and, and my wife was commenting to me about you know her you know some of the initial meetings they have like you know school night where you meet the teachers back to school night right and it's just like some of the stuff is just like man what the f- am i paying for <laughs> right it, it, it's kind of like a high level it's high level babysitting yeah. right and and i would say uh, i mean we can go down can that I track i don't you, want I, to do can that can i
0: ask you a question it's kind of a personal Shh. question.
1: Do I have a choice at this point?
0: No, it's too late. <laughs> um, are your kids in public or private school? Yeah, they're pub- they're public. Public school. Yeah. I yeah. I'm a proponent of public school. I yeah. think that's a good thing. But it is kind of well, it, it is a little scary. I think it's, ultimately it's, it's, it's a good thing. But uh, but you have uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know I know exactly what you're going through because yeah. about the time my kid hit second grade, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. Oh, I can go off on that. We've talked about that in the past, but it's, it's
1: one of those, it's one of those things we have to define, like you have to define what education is. You have to find its its role. You have to define the upbringing of a child. I mean, getting into all of that, I think things have changed so much that the, the idea or the relevance of public education is becoming less and less, but it's one of those things that's always been done. It's a sacred cow. And again, if, if, yeah, the writing's on the wall. I mean, there's so many issues. Whether it's the budgets associated with education, they keep going up, and salaries, teacher salaries keep going up. The yeah. effectiveness of the education keeps going down. And really, I would argue, yeah, I would that say it's in a sense, yeah, yeah, and I think it's worse than it is. Because looking at the access of information that is available outside of the education system, it, right? what impact does that have on kids' learning? I'll, huge. Huge. What percentage? I would say the coordination is important as far as a teacher is concerned.
0: But anyway, I'm, I don't, I don't well, go look, up on that Well, my tangent. kid, who you know very, very well, yeah. who is a huge fan of yours, might I add. He even started doing CrossFit because of you. <laughs> uh, he was uh, graduated from high school early, a year and a half early, mm-hmm. graduated from high school. Yeah. Um, because he said, I'm not learning anything. I learn more in an hour of Discovery Channel or 10 minutes of YouTube Mm -hmm. than I learn in an entire term. Yep. At school Yeah
1: so here's so here's the issue The issue is It's such a sacred cow People are going to keep doing it It's never going to change Unless there's massive disruption Case proven that, That's okay. It's not going to be this Like we're going to Wean off education And you know Maybe we'll cut here And cut No it's never going to happen Somebody's going to have it's, to eventually Yeah it's going to be m- Massively disruptive Right and I think yeah. Right now the major issue Isn't necessarily You know the K through 12 It's more of a, It's the college It's college Right and yeah. I think You know we've talked about this before And it's still a massive problem I mean yeah. I remember Doing the podcast podcast where student loans crossed a trillion dollars. Yeah. Now it's a trillion and a half, yeah. like half a billion dollars more. And that is just a monstrous amount. That's another amount. one of those
0: things. Like we were talking about social security in the last podcast. This is another one of those things that nobody really wants to, if you're a student or if you've been, you know, it took me a decade, a decade, man, to mm-hmm. pay off my student loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not uncommon. Yeah. And imagine uh, where it's going to be a couple of years from now. Yeah. As more that bubble is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, for
1: sure. And here's and here's the here's the issue is that the reason the reason why it's an issue is, is twofold. Number one, it's the parents that are paying for tuition. Right. It is, you know, probably up depending on how they go about doing it is anywhere from hundred, two hundred plus thousand dollars mm-hmm. that they're carving away from their savings, from their well being. Right. Right. Just because it's what they're Think they should do? It's the right thing to do. It's what they've committed to. But they wipe out so much opportunity cost associated with what they're paying for. Yeah, and because that money will no longer grow, it will no longer you know provide for them when they stop working. Mm -hmm. Okay, now guess what's going to happen? The kids that they paid for, right? As far as the tuition is concerned, they are they are the ones that are going to end up supporting their parents. Yeah. Right. So it's going to come back to it's going to come back to roots. Now we'll get into some solutions in just in just a second, but okay. I would say that, you know, really from a college standpoint, it's it I mean maybe it's a number that's going to wake wake people up. Maybe you think? it's
0: you think it could be that simple? I don't
1: know. I don't. Maybe I don't know what the tipping point or the, is where. Not even a tipping point. It's the point at which it's like well, I'm not gonna pay that amount for tuition. I don't know what that level is going to be. I don't.
0: I think that one of the problems that we have is the student loans themselves. Stop giving student loans. Mm-hmm. If you stop giving student mm-hmm. loans, people will stop paying for unnecessary classes yep. they'll stop. they'll start going into vocations they'll mm-hmm. start doing they'll quit worrying about dumb stuff like humanities mm-hmm. and they'll start focusing on what college should be which yep. is how do i get a job how do i get a pair you know can i ask you as a ceo as a business owner i'm a business owner mm-hmm. you're a business owner uh how much does that college degree matter to you when you're looking at a new hire Zero. The, these zero. Days, it's, it's zero right and it, and i would
1: i would say that it's it's, it ends up being more destructive when it comes to what a child should do with their with their uh, career, right? right? Because you know there are there are industries being created, you know every every single day that would take a, that takes a long time to really work itself into uh, the, the, the curriculum of yeah. a, of a university, and and that's where I would say there are there's so many opportunities right there now that are being missed, right? Just because there's this pathway. That people think are is the only way uh, to go, right? And and I would say, you know, in the end, and we, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to yeah, because we're the a the second issue, it. right? But I would say it's it's a very sim it's a very similar issue, but in the end, it's like all money all money has a cost, right? You have, uh, it could it could pay for a good or a service, or it can pay for another good or a service, or it can be kept in savings. So you can always measure what else that money could do. And looking at the money that goes into tuition, yeah, the idea is that it will do more for a person than what you know what it would have done otherwise, right? Which is, it'll give my child an education. It'll give them a piece of paper. It'll give them a degree, and they'll be a better citizen. They'll be, and I would, I would say that is, you know, rashly speaking, the trade-off. I'm giving my money to this institution because they are going to improve my child's life or give them, you know, hope Open for a better some future. Doors. That, and I would say that is that it's an investment. You're taking a risk, and I would say the investment today, is it's the more one of the more risky things that you can do. I would say of anything, of that that amount of money, it is the mm-hmm. riskiest thing that you can do. I Is agree. make that investment. Because and one of the things I calculated is I looked at, you know, just briefly, and I've done these before, and, and, I'm, and we've talked about them, you know, the salary increases, you know, are going up, right? Salaries right. are going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, right now, if you really look at, you know, the, media, the, the income that a college graduate will receive... Uh, you know, across the country, and this includes, you know, mm-hmm. California, New York, and some of those metro areas, uh, it's about, about 50, a little less than $50,000. But if you factor in federal, you know, for a single person, if you factor in income tax, right, federal and state, as well as FICA, right, then the average, the salary, the net, but when you get your paycheck, it's like, Thirty-six hundred, or thirty-six thousand. like right. oh, you're, yeah. you're not at fifty, right? The, no. The, the first part is carved out for and a taxes. A lot of that depends
0: on your healthcare plan, and an also, yeah. and then, and that's not even talking about your student. No, loans. this doesn't
1: even include healthcare.
0: Yeah, this doesn't even include healthcare. This I doesn't know.
1: include your student loan payments. Doesn't include rent. Doesn't include doesn't. So include really,
0: you're down probably into the low twenties yeah. when it's all said and yeah. Done. So and, and and that's
1: where you know we talked about on our last show about social security and social security is you know just a, a train a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, but there's also I'll talk about this in just a second. There is there's some new uh, there's some new things that are happening. Some adjustments to Social Security starting January. And oh really? I, I wasn't aware of it. That's one of the things I learned learned there. It's just the the games that are being pulled by you know by the powers that be right to yeah. to kind of keep a system alive. Keep the way things are alive. And it's just like it's it's mind-boggling and it just proves to me it's we have to keep talking about this stuff. Some people are probably yeah. like, "Oh, you're talking about social security again. You're talking about, you know, student loan issues and it's like, yeah, but these are the issues that could wreck everything." Yeah, cuz
0: these are two these are two demographic uh issues what we're talking about here today. The first being, you know, college tuition going up and up and up and yep. up and up, which we were talking about. Uh, and to st- the student loan bubble yep. that could crash our economy. That alone, right there, I don't think people understand that. Mm-mm. So we have Social Security could crash our economy. Mm-hmm. Student loan bubble could crash our economy, mm-hmm. and then you have the next one, yeah. you know, which is the baby boomer issue, which could also crash our economy. Yep. So you're, you're looking, you're looking at this swirling thing, yeah. uh, which is like the perfect storm. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Could it all hit at once? Uh, I. I, or are you just kind I of sitting it, back, going, "Which I think one it is could. it?" Be? I mean, I
1: think it's one of those. I think we you know, last time we talked about it, it's like a it's a house of cards. We just have these all these house of, we have these cards like piling on top of one another, yeah. and it's just a slight breeze that knocks one of them over, and the rest could could come. But I don't know. I mean, there's so many ways in which it could happen. So many ways in which it can you know actually you know transpire, and one after the other, kind of the domino effect. Who knows? It's just it's just, at the, right now. It's just there's so much that just doesn't make any sense. That I I believe that yeah it's gonna be, it's gonna be one then another then another and I yeah there's a few things but I, I would say for for the purposes of this show mm-hmm. uh, I would say let's talk about uh, opportunities right because I look at all of this and it's like wow it is it's nuts but at the same time life's going to go on. And yeah. you can either be part of the downfall or you can be part of the opportunity that will exist then.
0: Well, and you know what I could see happening, honestly? The, the thing that human beings seem to do better than anything else is adapt. Yeah. They just adapt and they evolve and they they change, and I see a little bit of a change happening right now with with YouTube and with Discovery Network and with all these different places for you to get education. I think it's only going to be a matter of time before generations age and people die off and people start maybe questioning this, like we're questioning now saying, hey, look, what what exactly am I paying for again? Why am I paying for you to have this? Is it necessary? Uh, and I think that shift is starting to happen now. I'm bringing more and more people into yeah. the business here and mm-hmm. into my other operations, as mm-hmm. are you, mm-hmm. where they're saying, "Look, college is just not. Um, I would much rather go to a specialized school, yeah. or I would much rather get the exact training I need for the job that I want, yeah. and then I'm I'm out." And,
1: that, and I know? think that's where it starts, and that's where I'll use is kind of like the opportunity side of this where it, it comes down to what you want to do what you're good at what your talents are I talk about that all, all the time but I had a call this morning which kind of inspired this uh, but these are this is a couple that I've worked with for a num- number of years okay and they were you know decent time client of yours yeah they're decent decent they were they were you know decently successful then mm-hmm. but they're like killing it now. And what they do, and this is very similar to what you do, you know, not here but outside, outside. of here, mm-hmm. uh, is this? You know, I won't mention any names, but she is a she is a vocal artist, not singing, mm-hmm. uh, but for ads and voiceovers. So So voiceover She artists. has multiple accents that she she does, yeah. and she applies for probably fifty to seventy five uh, gigs per per week. Right. And what they do is she has a whole, who's her agent. Yeah. I need to call. (laughs) So she in her, in her basement, right. She has a recording studio, right. right? And they built this like tricked out recording studio. Uh, but it's just a vocal booth, right. It's a vocal booth where they have really high quality uh, and they just submit to, you know, there's a a whole platform that exists where they can submit their voiceover to this, that, and the other, and they kill it. They kill it. I mean, that's an industry where, you know, for for them it's like high it's high six figures you don't need a you don't need a college degree to do that no. everything that you can learn about recording available online mm-hmm. everything you can learn about submitting here submitting there all online Okay. It's it's one of those like you're not going to learn how to do that at a university. Oh no, right? no, no. no. And as far as the I marketing, yeah, marketing side, marketing side of things, right? It's that it is developing so fast. You're not going to go to a multi, you know, a social, you know, get a social media degree somewhere or an entrepreneur right. degree somewhere, and suddenly, you know, you're going to know how to do all that. That, that and my argument is that. If you do learn that, it's it's going so fast. Anything in like a digital space, out, it's, it's going to be totally. What you learn is going to be totally obsolete.
0: Well, you know, I, I have a really quick story. It's kind of on the heels here of this. I went to college for, uh, I was a scholarship dramatic arts, full ride dramatic arts student, and decided to switch my major. I was I was thinking, you know what, I I made a mistake here. I let go of my scholarship, switched to political science, and was doing a couple other things, and then went. You know what? Uh, I need to go into radio. That's what I need to do is go into radio. And I went to a, a broadcasting school. I was in that school for 18 months and was in and out and working and was teaching classes to students at Brigham Young University that were seniors that had been doing this for four years. That's crazy. I'd, I'd been on the job for six weeks yeah. by the time I was doing this. And I all I could think of is you guys are asses yeah. for paying this much money. I have no and idea they don't how much even pay, you they don't
1: And they don't even pay that much money. This is like, yeah, you go- Oh, and, but and this a, is back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they, but I mean, you think say, about uh,
0: like, a, like a, a, a school back east.
1: Holy cow. Oh, my God. So my, my thing is if you really look at the opportunity is if you identify what's special. I mean, you could do this whether you're a grad- uh, or you're you know, not going into college yet, or you're a parent of someone that's not going in, discover what they love to do. And I guarantee there are so many opportunities uh, where they can discover a business that they can create right now to figure out a way to provide value to somebody else, regardless yeah. of what it is. I mean, I have a, you know, there's a guy in a networking group that I, I belong to, and, you know, he's a very successful accountant, and he, you know, works with big groups that, uh, you know, essentially, you uh, Work with uh, big companies that are coming into a municipality. They're going to create all sorts of jobs, and he helps them get tax credits and stuff like that. But anyway, sure. his son like works for the you know he's a, a gamer and he works for this amazing company. So he works on the side, kind of doing some programming and development. And then he works for this amazing company that they just package like uh, these boxes to give to. Um, uh, to to millennials, right? And it has boxes of like, or I think it goes to like colleges or something like that. But there's these boxes that has a book in there, it has some tech in there, and they uh, it's a subscription
0: model. So and it's, it's just one like of those a lot things, these loot crate kind of things, yeah. or like Bombfell or, or some of these. Yes, and I have no idea what things. those are, but it sounds like it probably could be one oh, of them. Oh no, no, no! You what's the one that you do that comes with the clothes? That yeah, come? the trunk club, the trunk club, trunk club. Okay, yeah, that's so what Bombfell is. Yeah, it's the same. You have like a you know,
1: Dollar Shave Club. You have right. So it's one of these things. How do you learn to do uh, learn to do that? Right? It's one of those like like the ideas that come out of just, I don't know, just groups. Whether it's at like a, an impact hub, like we have here in Salt Lake, which is just a you know, it's an open kind of tech office where you know people go in and rent out an office and then right. they collaborate with other guys. I mean, there, there's the, the evolving workspace is creating so many of these ideas. And I think so college,
0: scary that the entrepreneurial spirit can yeah. only flourish in in an environment like this. Yeah, right? and I mean, and that's...
1: I would say you know there are instances, there are a lot of instances in school where those entrepreneurial things happen. They're not in the classroom.
0: Uh-huh. I would
1: say. I would say the majority of them happen, like you know, in in different buildings or in different you know, uh, it's a dorm. I mean, look at Facebook. It happened at a college. Oh yeah. Right. Not because of the college. Right. But because right. of the environment. Those environments exist everywhere. If you go into any WeWork space, right, or an Impact Hub here, or any type of collaborative space, you're going to have so many opportunities because of that association. Right. So looking at college and looking at, I mean, it's you don't the necessarily the have garage, to man. have that. It's yeah. the
0: Palo Alto Apple Garage. Yeah. That's, so, I think about that all the time.
1: So I would say it's one of those, you know, the opportunities that come from, you know, what's going on there, I would say are, are, are profound. Because you can be educated at a level online that's way more beneficial than, you know, in, in a college. So if you're a parent think about it. I mean, I'm not saying that don't go to college, but really sit down and think about, wow, what is the cost of me doing this? More the opportunity cost, but the cost of the child, the cost of the kid that's going in,
0: mm-hmm. because the opportunities are going to miss by going there could be huge. I'm going to get a little heady on you and forgive me. I, it's, um, you know, I don't see too many. Tony Robbins, I see do this. There are very few people that I actually see do this. You do this, uh, which is, hey, look, don't, don't, Grow up and say, I am going to go, you are going to go from point A to point B to point C and end up working for the man, trying to get, you know, little incremental jumps in pay and so on and so forth. Go out, forge your own path, build your own culture, be smart and do whatever, you know, have a good, solid quality of life and be happy. Yep. And I think there's a lot, you know, with with the group that we have in our our office, there's a lot. I
1: mean, you uh, have separate businesses. Oh yeah, Uh, you know I know Leeb that is heavily involved with what we do is it's listening right now. I mean, he's started a podcast. Kenny is started... You guys all they all they all work on. uh, We all work together on a very popular podcast. Yeah, Yeah. so it's one of it's one of those right. There's there's opportunities to take what you know and do do certain things. You know, outside of the office and have second businesses and have, and and I would say you know that's the case with most you know most businesses these days, right? Okay, so not to not to uh, deviate really abruptly, but I, I would say there's a very similar issue going into you know older older individuals with that yeah. demographic, right The right. demographic that's going into those college years, hu- huge problems I mean debt incomes, uh, the impact it's going to have on those paying for it, uh, the defaults that would ensue. And how that could be one of those those winds that blows the first card in the house of cards. Oh yeah. That you're you're shackled
0: for years. So not a decade.
1: And I would say, again, going into what's happening on the other end of the spectrum, which are those that are in their latter years of life. Yeah. And you know what we talked about last time, which is programs created during a period of time where life expectancies were that less than the beginning of a retirement age uh-huh. to the point where retirement age is 20, 25, 30 years out. So what I mean by that is you go back to when social security was created in the in 19, you know, during the Great Depression and the average life expectancies there were in the low 60s. Now they're in Were they
0: that high? I thought they were lower than No, they were about it was mid 50s.
1: No, it was about the low early 60s. early 60s, yep. <clears throat> okay. But then that age has not changed. Okay? But yet the benefits associated with Social Security are now going to everybody. Right, and it is a it's a massive issue. But the bigger issue, is
0: when you just, say that those, those age ranges haven't changed, you're talking in terms of payment. You're not talking in life expectancy, right? Yeah, payment, like the beginning. Right, of, because people are living payments. well into their 80s yeah, now yep. because of healthcare and and medical advancements and yep. things. like
1: that. And Social Security. I mean, if you look at really the the studies, it's only meant to cover you know 30 to 40 percent of a person's retirement. Right, everything else is supposed to be covered by their own savings. Mm-hmm. But if you look at longevity and look at when people are supposed to retire like right now I was doing some research the average balance of, uh, of of retirement savings for a baby boomer which I actually thought was pretty high was hundred sixty thousand hmm. dollars but if you translate that into income
0: yeah that seems over
1: sad. the course of 25 years okay it's about 500 dollars a month that's it
0: yeah you're not living on and that's not even with in,
1: that's not even with inflation yeah so because you have to stretch it out plus interest over the course of 25 30 years potentially so that's that's the biggest issue. The, also, the studies are uh, the average couple, right? That's in those years, those latter years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're going to have a cost of about almost four hundred thousand dollars for healthcare over the course oh of that 20, uh, 20 to thirty years. Right now, that does that seems like a lot, and it is if it were like oh, five years. Crazy. But you're stretching that out over the course of time. That okay. is why healthcare is going to go bankrupt or they're going to have to redo something there. Yeah. That's why Social Security right now is making all sorts of, well, there's a change that's coming in January which affects the income brackets that are going to, you know, essentially determine how much taxes on Social Security. But if you look at, you know, Medicare and then Medicaid and all those, you know, major issues that are uh, supposedly going to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my my point there is, yeah, y- you have an issue with that demographic, but here's the bigger issue: is I wouldn't even say it's their problem because while you know when that problem starts to occur, who's going to pay for it? Right now, you might say, oh, the government is going to pay for it. I don't know. I don't think so. I think the government's going to well, put that's it. Well, easy to say on, now, but there's yeah, you know there's gonna all gonna, those variables and unknowns that we just can't. Yeah, and the know. the one right now, if you look at, and we've talked about this in in previous podcasts. There are certain laws which are called filial laws. That what, filial, filial laws. Yeah, the, I, mean, I have no idea what the pronunciation is, or even where the root of that that word is. But it's yeah. filial, the filial, F I L I A L laws, All which right. basically. We'll try to put
0: something in the show notes where people can go look. Yeah, that we have up. a bunch
1: of links here, yeah. so that will those laws will put uh, children of their parents legally on the hook to take care of them. Wow. Yeah. And so that's you, like china yes. china does that so there's two again going to opportunity cost and then you put like the time value of money you put you know the, the compounding nature of an opportunity cost when parents are sending their kids to college and spending a hundred 150 200 dollars oh, yeah. they are there there's a massive opportunity cost which do which does have a consequence down the road and that consequence is they are not going to have enough money to take care of themselves and this is what's going to happen the kids at that point are now going to have to have disruption to their life, yeah. their careers, their children, and it continues right, to and take continues care of their parents. And continues and continues. Yeah, and so the uh, the obvious, you know, the obvious opportunity, right, is how do you fix this? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think there's going to be massive disruption because the narrative associated with, uh, you know, monetary policy, fiscal policy, is that is that growth is the objective. And Mm -hmm. right now, that is the last thing that we need, right? Well, that's
0: how our our financial and economic system is set up. It's all based on growth.
1: Yeah, and that's where I would say you look at the nature of technology, innovation. It's supposed to make things cheaper, make things more efficient, require less. Mm -hmm. And so you have this country, this this. Contradiction associated with the solutions that entrepreneurs and people are coming up with, as well as the narrative associated with government, and that's where it's going to come to a head at some point. No,
0: no, not for me, dude. Because I'm going to get a coffee can and I'm going to start putting all my singles. I'm putting everything in a coffee can. Singles. I'm going to bury them out in the backyard. Mm. Boom! I've solved all of the world's economic problems. Coffee cans and backyards, right there. Right. (laughs) Well, there is actually there is there is
1: there is a solution that involves the backyard. Really? Yeah. Maybe we won't get into that solution right now.
0: Is that is that serious or is that like a joke? <laughs> I my brain is racing right now. But all right, we talked we
1: talked about this before, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you could always like you know build like a second house in your backyard and house your grandparents there. How's your how's oh your no, we have there?
0: talked about it. no, that's right. Yeah, the granny pod. Yeah, because yeah. they do. You know, speaking of China, they do that there. Yeah, I know where they will build on. They'll add on extra rooms, yep. or they'll you know yep. that they, they, they plan on just where their elderly. Folks are going to yeah,
1: for sure. So I would say you know the solutions is yeah, it, it's it's preparations right now, and this is where you know instead of waiting until that time, waiting yeah. until you you call it quits or it's it's planning. And I would say you know right now we're we're a very uh, distracted nation. I include myself in that. Right oh, there's yeah. so many distractions, but it's the focus really on where the where the priorities are associated with your you know present well being as well as future well being. And right now, I would say it, everything is moving so quickly that you can't use the solutions, the rhetorical solutions of the past, right. to solve future problems. It's I would question everything, and that's question that's where everything. Yeah, and maybe I would that say maybe that should be the these, title of the show. And these are the two ominous problems that I that I see. I mean, government. If you look at government debt, you look at you know all the other you know debt that's associated with our you know with individual. Uh, individuals with corporations with the government. I mean, it's an insane. But a lot of it boils down to these these two issues, which are the two main demographics. You think
0: these are the two these are the two biggest problems?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say that the biggest problems, but they're the two you know the the two kind of demographics that are going to be affected the most. Okay. Right. Are being affected the most? I but think it's, it's already. Like, yeah, I think it's already yeah, happening. Because if you look at you know where where the aging you know aging group is, they're there based on all of the narrative of the past, which I would say at this point is obsolete. Right, it everything they thought was going to happen, uh, it didn't, and right. it's not going to. Right, and but yet all of their planning, everything that they've done, is for is created this create the you know the, the the issues that exist today. So that's where I would say, you know, stepping back, I would you know looking at solutions. Right, the solutions is if you're if you if you are one of those that are approaching retirement or in retirement, okay, it's really sitting down and saying, okay, what what do we have going on, right? What are we doing? and are we prepared for the future? If yeah. not, what are we going to do? Okay? But also, I would say it's starting a conversation with your kids because your kids need to know that. They need right. to know what's going on. They need to know right now as opposed to at the last at the last minute.
0: Oh yeah, no, right. I told no, I told my kid. I said, "Look, this is my retirement planning." When when I when I'm in diapers and I'm no longer able to just really comprehend what's going on, I want you to put a bucket of chicken around my neck, like a KFC, like a 20-piece chicken, like a bucket of chicken around my neck, drive me up to the UN's and just kick me out of the car. There you go, Dad. <laughs> See you later. Why do you just like? I don't go, want to be. I don't want to be that kind. Co- I don't well, want. Why do you like go
1: rent a Ferrari on the autobahn or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that that. that's uh, that's
0: that's that. Hey, that's a better way of doing it. <laughs> just kidding. Well, Let's I well back. I know how to work the gas pedal though. That's the
1: question. Well, they have like those those little shifters Oh, paddle shifters they now. That's shifters, I mean. yeah. I got this. Uh, but I would I would yeah I would say that obviously you know that's I'm sure that that was obviously that was all humorous right that wasn't. What do you mean? No, of course,
0: I, no, of course, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, no, of
1: I, course I But I look, I look at you know, really that that future, and it doesn't have to be. It it shouldn't be negative. It should be negative if you don't want to change. Okay, it should be positive um, if you're willing to change. And I would say that that really starts with planning, and, and it includes Start your entire. You because yeah, I'm,
0: with, it, I'm with you. I don't no. think. I don't think this is going to be a gradual change, and I don't think it's going to be easy. I yeah. think I think something very, very yeah. disruptive and very yeah. scary is going to happen in order to make all this work. Yeah. So,
1: I, so I would say that's that's the first thing. The second thing is also if you look at uh, kids, like, and I've done this with my parents, you know, in in conjunction with my with my brother, is knowing what's going on with them, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing where their resources are, where what how they are planning, what their future plans are, right? Because you know, in in just a short period of time. You know the the health situation can drastically change with older individuals, going from a period of ver- a lot of clarity and right. understanding to you know dementia and to you know the forgetfulness, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the you know the issues that happen at that at that stage. So well, I would I would saying, say, dude, a bucket
0: yeah. of chicken, it's like six bucks, I think. No jungle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but I would I would say you know it's really it it comes it comes down to okay, here's the situation, it's real, we're a part of it. Yeah. Okay. If we base our our future plans on, on what we've thought about you know uh, the past and obviously the results that we thought are not are clearly uh, not what they are. Then what do we do? What what's the plan? What are the strategies? And there's a lot of opportunities. And I would say one is obviously the discussion associated with it. And there's also you know lots of tools that are out there that you know can help you navigate uh, social security. There are you know tools out there that will ha- help position assets as far as you know care is concerned. But I would say the other thing too is you know there are a lot of business opportunities and investment opportunities. Sure. Uh, whether it's you know assisted care facilities and you know different investment. Uh, you know syndications that that fund those or real estate investment trusts or I mean that that's a possibility. Well and you know what I think or happens
0: with people? I think they, Pampers, they Pampers may, and Depends. <laughs> See, now you're talking so my
1: language. Well dude, there's more there's more uh there's
0: more adult diapers that are being sold now than kid diapers. You know that? Get out of here. Oh no, really? Yeah. The stuff you know, man. Yeah. You are you once said I was the world's most interesting man. No, that's definitely you. I don't know where you find this stuff. Yeah. He's he's like a shark, Patrick Donahoe. He just He's on a constant search for this kind of stuff. He never stops. It's uh, it's amazing. But you know, this is this is the question I was going to ask you though, because one of the things that when I talk to people and I'm out doing stuff and they say, "You're doing what are you doing now?" I'm working, uh, you know, in in wealth management and finance and working with Patrick Donahoe and and uh, and they say, "Oh, I'm I'm you know I, I should have started that years ago. I'm way too old now. Yep. I I can't." Is there an age? Where you're too old to stop or too old to start doing this and start planning or start setting something up. Well, you have to start plan. You have to plan and start
1: setting thing up because the the more you wait, the bigger the opportunity. The worse it costs. gets. Yeah, the bigger opportunity because yeah. there's going to be. So, say gonna be somebody kind in of a their
0: sixties, you can still figure something out, right?
1: I would say you can help people come to a realistic, you know, picture of what is going on and what's going to happen in in the future, right? And come up with a strategy. Come up with you know a scenario that could that could work, right? Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, at any age you should be you should always be doing that. And I would say even those that are, you know, at a point where they're in their career, they're paying off debts, and they have parents, right? Mm-hmm. And the parents, you know, are in those situations or will be in those situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it could you know it does it does hurt families. It does. I mean, I was there was a you know this was part of. Uh, this conference I went to, but there was a guy talking and, and uh, it was a guy I know really well. And he became really emotional because uh, he was, you know, sharing with me that, um, you know, he he didn't talk to his brother for like six or seven years just because a disagreement that they had associated with like what their mom was going to do, whether she was going to stay at home or go to a facility or I, I don't know. Kidding. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's it's very disruptive to the family if, if plans are not made in advance because when you start to make decisions like that, like in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. nothing really ever comes, uh, you know, uh, the, nothing's nothing good comes from making a decision there, especially when it involves multiple uh, multiple uh, members of the family. So yeah, because anyway. you'll
0: never agree. Yeah, it's human nature. You'll never agree yeah. on anything.
1: So again, th- it's going to bring up opportunities. It's going to you know really. Uh, force your brain to engage in the situation and figure things out yeah. and doing it now versus in the future uh is always the best always the best time to plan so I, I think it doesn't matter doesn't matter the age you should always be doing it and here's the thing it's like five years from now it's going to be different five years after that it's going to be different that's why uh, you oh, know continu- continuous dialogue communication and adjustment discussion yeah, is, is necessary. And I would say a big thing is to, you know, have family councils, have family meetings, have, you know, be communicated when you do, you know, sit down with your parents or, or you sit down with your children. I, I think transparency needs to be more uh, prevalent now than ever before, because knowing now, even if the situation isn't that great it's going to be better than the compounding nature of the situation yeah. right now and how it could what it could become in the future,
0: yeah, scary no I mean um, yeah
1: I would say it's just it's just real it's realistic and it's in it's communication, it's making preparations but there's there's a lot of opportunities, there's lots of solutions, yeah, I would just say what has been expected in the past, if that's the way in which you've set your life up then that, that's definitely a, uh, a red flag to sit down and reassess and just okay. come to a realistic picture of where you're at, uh, what you're doing. Do it today. Yeah.
0: Do it today. Don't wait. Listen to this a couple of times. Play this episode for yeah, family Yeah, we, we have a
1: bunch of links on here uh, as well, so we can, okay. we can reference a few things. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yay. Welcome back, Granny man.
1: pod. Invest in granny pods.
0: Gr- granny pods. Yeah. Do you know what a granny pot? No, I've never heard of a granny pot. Yeah, a granny
1: pot is like those, like those little tiny homes. But you have a little like tiny home for they your. They call it a granny pot. Yeah, they're big in the UK. I know. Uh, there's wow. There's also there's I'm, I'm gonna get them on because I wanted to talk about Brexit. But there's a there's a couple that, that I know that are that are from Wales. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But that she Paula she created this uh this really cool real estate type of uh investment idea where she will go into these like you know. Multi-bedroom homes, mm-hmm. and it's a very it's a similar situation in the in the in the UK as far as sure. the, the demographic is concerned. But there's lots of young professionals, and they're not they can't afford to necessarily live by themselves or live in an apartment. Oh, I mean,
0: especially in London, the most expensive
1: city in the world, for sure. So what she does, yeah. she goes in and buys buys homes, and she retrofits them to be able to accommodate, uh, you know, six, seven, ten. Uh, you know, professionals. Now, there's, yeah. that's not co-ed. I mean, she kind of splits that up. So it's kind of like the old school boarding house mentality, but It is, but, but it's for but young but professionals nicer. and she has, you know, there's uh, those... The the cleaning, the cooking, a lot of that stuff is done for them so that they can focus on their career. So, again, it's like one of those,
0: though, that well, may a lot not of be the Millennials are doing that anyway. They just don't realize they're not doing it in an organized fashion. Yeah. A bunch of kids are crashing in an apartment somewhere. And for sure. Yeah. And then you add services to it that makes it
1: very convenient. And she's able to, you know, charge a lot of rent for that and charge, you know, d- anyway, it makes sense for her, but it solves a problem there. Now, is yeah. that a problem here? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on the economics. Well, I, I would think in right? some
0: places, San Francisco and, yeah. and New York some places yeah so it depends
1: on the economics but I would say in the end it's one of the the principle is there is always a solution right and if you don't identify the problem and recognize it as a problem you're never going to come up with a solution sure so that's where it's sit down have a dialogue brainstorm collaborate use your noodle there it is life will be amazing all right well thanks
0: man thanks for that hey no problem leave us a review will you yes go to iTunes leave us a review and check thewealthstandard.com. Uh, we have a brand new show that's going to be coming online very soon the Cash Flow Podcast. Oh yeah, We're about to get that going. We're getting, uh, you know, I can't promote this enough. We're about to get this going. We have this very popular thing that we do, the Cash Flow Wealth Summit, and uh, we do it a couple of different times a year, and we have all kinds of real top-tier, these guys are amazing, uh, presenters, and we're going to take those presentations from the past couple of years. We're going to put them on this podcast so that people can learn lots. So you can binge listen. Absolutely, yeah, and that'll be starting very soon. Cool. I'm excited. Keep checking back, will you? Do we have a date on that? No, we don't, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. No, just know it'll it'll uh it, it's going to it's going to come online very. We are building the website for it right now. Very cool. So, all right everyone, thanks for uh, listening to
1: this episode and we will talk to you next
0: time. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard podcast, the Gold Standard in all things financial.